Forward Podcast, yeah. Gosh, I love this tune. <laughs> it's spring, man. Come on. New season, new opportunities, hope. We have passed the vernal equinox. <laughs> Time to be happier. And now Peter Gabriel's going to sing and make us happy. Climbing up on Salisbury Hill. Yeah, I could see the city lights. I don't know if I could see the city lights, but we can see a new season, right? Louisville City with another great win. Racing is uh, out of the gates with a draw in the first round of the Challenge Cup. Big, big week for the men's national team coming up. All kinds of good stuff. All kinds of stuff to look forward to. And isn't that what life's supposed to be all about? Right? I want to look forward. It's going to get sunnier and warmer. 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 Listen to me. <laughs> What's your heart going to do? Yeah, man. Really excited about this. Goodbye, Peter. Take a break. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, as well as our men's and women's national team. Uh, nothing really going on with the women's team right now, but the men's team, certainly <laughs> a lot going on. Huge week coming up for them. Um, and uh, really looking forward to this show. I uh, want to thank you for listening. want to thank you for being a part of it with all the comments and likes and shares and all that good stuff. Once again, Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Share the love. <laughs> Come on, man. Five things. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes of NWSL slash USL slash national teams coverage? It's the only place in the universe you're going to get this. You should feel special. <laughs> Here it is, man. Five things. Number five. Hello, spring. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I am so done with winter, aren't you? Man, oh man, it's nice to wake up and you're seeing some uh, temperatures consistently in the 60s, even breaking 70. Golly, that is wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All this winter stuff is just the worst. So we get to go to games and see some people and smiling faces and hopefully the nicer the weather gets, more people come out. Hopefully you're enjoying the nice weather too. Great. Number four, the green horse effect. See what I did there? What's a green horse? Lexington Sporting Club, a new professional soccer team here in the state of Kentucky. That's pretty awesome, right? Uh, it's great to see that. Uh, we've talked a lot about League One here and the hope someday that there'll be promotion relegation in this league in the next few years when we're ready for it. We're not ready yet, but hopefully someday. And it's great to see this growing. Who knows? Maybe we'll see E-Town have a team someday. Maybe in, 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 in League Two or who knows? The Hardin County uh, Hardens. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just great to see a new professional team in Kentucky. I think that's wonderful. Number three. Don't tease us. Louisville City is off to a pretty darn good start, man. I'm telling you, another great effort last week against a quality opponent. I mean, definitely better than Atlanta, too, and still a great effort. This team has a ton of potential. It's so hard not to get too excited about it, right? But, man, it's so, so awesome. Great job. We'll talk about that, obviously, with Joey. Number two, the challenge begins. 
I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I thought racing was basically what we thought racing would be, right? I mean, they've got some things to work out, some questions that need answering. But uh, in general, I thought it was a pretty good first effort. It's a first game of the season, essentially a preseason tournament. And I thought they handled themselves pretty well. Some stuff to work, like we said. But we'll see. And, uh, you know, definitely some positives. So good for them, and, and hopefully we'll move on and, and see some greater things. But number one, obviously, I'm not nervous, but I'm kind of nervous. The national team has three huge matches coming up this week to decide their fate in the tournament. I think they're going to qualify. It's just getting out of that fourth spot. We don't want to see them in fourth. And we're going to talk about that with Joey. And there is a nightmare scenario after this week, which could force them to win a game against Panama. You don't want to be in a position this late. So anyway, they're going to be fine, though. We're excited. And after they win and everybody celebrates, you know what we do? We know Here's what we do. We take a break. And then we celebrate some more. So there you go. Gonna be positive about the national team, man. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> there you go, man. Five things. Hope you enjoyed that. Oh. Oh. Ah. There it is, man. All right, let's get on with it with Joey Cecil. Okay, let's welcome Joey Cecil back for another week of analysis of soccer games. Hi, Joey. Hello, Joe. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Looking forward to a frenetic week of soccer. Yeah, man. Packed week of soccer coming up. There is a lot coming up. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff. I guess we could start this off with some good news. Uh, yes. You know, Louisville City with um, a, a great win against a quality opponent, man. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No changes to the lineup and a dominant performance. Yeah, you know, absolutely. last season, as they said in their uh, review of the game, the team did. Louisville City only put up back-to-back -back clean sheets twice. Wow, okay. We're teams in, and we've already hit that mark once. Mm -hmm. And it was just a dominant performance. 16 shots to Miami's four. They had 55% of the possession. And, you know, it, was ne it wasn't even really much of a game. Right. And it wasn't going to be because early on, Miami was not there to play soccer. They were there to time waste. Yeah. You know, you'd figure they'd be a little more, especially given the game here last year in the playoffs. You yeah. figure they'd well, take a couple chances and they wouldn't be afraid to sort of, you know, dig in a little bit and 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 be a little bit more positive, a little, you know, ask yeah. some more questions. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. It was not yeah, that. Yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of kicking the ball away, a yeah. lot of yelling at the ref, and yeah, it just didn't seem like they were here to play. And you know what? We took advantage of it. Yeah, really. Uh, you know, one downside early on in the season I've seen is. You know, we had a lot of early chances on set pieces, and I don't think we've really yet started to capitalize on those set pieces. That's a good point. Uh, you know, it's just it's just one of the small downsides. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, in the first half, we had Paulo giving us a deserved lead. Yeah. You know, we you know we had the lion's share of possession. Jorge sent in a great ball. Mm -hmm. uh, Paulo could have got a penalty because yeah. it looked like it went right off the guy's arm, but yep. he was right there for his own rebound and back of the net, one nothing. Yeah, it was, and and and, and let me. I know uh, we kind of like to talk about players afterwards, but, man, uh, Gonzalez, I thought, had a tremendous contest mm -hmm. all the way through. Um, even to, I mean, the work rate was higher than anything I've seen yet. Sure. And, you know, he's, he's taking on a new role this year, too, mm -hmm. where, you know, it's a question I had is, you know, second game in a row, Paulo's been been one of the first subs off. And, you know, do we wonder if he's a 90-minute player anymore? Right, right. Especially as captain. Yep. But when we do that, Jorge moves centrally. Yes. 
You know, he goes from the wing to sitting next to Corbin. Right. We talked about that last week, Joe. Remember? I mean, it was like yeah. saying, you know, and something happened where he, he he occupied a different position later in the game. So, okay, yeah. cool. And, and you know, so far that's been a positive. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still going to wonder a little bit if he can handle that role being in the middle of the field. Right. But through two games, no reason to question. No, not at all. Yeah. And and speaking of, of you know, we, we can highlight them later, but I think in this game, our two outside backs, Dia and Perez, really showed they can defend well in tight spaces. <laughs> Definitely want to talk about them. Man, yeah, absolutely. They, they, they were shutting down stuff in their own half. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then, you know, two-thirds of our midfield ended the half on yellows, you know, yeah. which reminds me that ref must have shopped at Costco and Dude, got his cards in bulk. I, I want to say Kirkland cards. Kirkland. <laughs> Kirkland sponsored yellow cards. I'm tell you. Nine. Golly. Nine. Nine yellows. Somehow Paco Craig escaped without one. I would have lost life savings in Vegas yeah, on that. Really? It's <laughs> a good point. If there's a game that Paco's playing in where there's there nine, nine yellow yellows, cards. <laughs> he doesn't have one of those. Good point. Oh, man. That's a surprise. Jared and Scout's house even had a special thing made up. It's the front side was yellow with Paco's face, uh -huh. and the back side was red with Landon Donovan's. <laughs> And he never got to use it. He did not get to use it this game. That's great. But man, that That's referee was on something else. Yeah, it, it was it was uncomfortable. Oh. Um, it wasn't – I don't want to use the word that he was antagonistic. It just sort of short, you know, with yeah. with, with response and, and just like, oh, yellow, yellow. It wasn't like yeah. – to me at no point, Joe, did I get a feeling that this game was – I mean, it was a little edgy, right? You know, these are two very competitive sure. teams – but sure. at no point did I did I think anybody was going to start throwing fists around. I mean, I never no. I never got that vibe at no. all. No, I th I think this was a guy. If you saw throughout the game too, he was adamant. Throw ins get retaken. Go yeah. back to your spot. Yeah. This was the definition of little man syndrome. Yeah, man, or he's you auditioning. Know, th this guy, this this guy was referee is seen and heard. <laughs> he's yeah. that guy, and that's the worst type thing, Joey. I've always said this: the best officiated contest of any type is when you don't know the officials' names. Correct. That is the best because they, they're just letting them games, play. Mm -hmm. Games like these have long-lasting consequences. Yeah. Because yeah. now yellow cards are piling up. Yep. You know, we're getting mm -hmm. into that window where if someone gets another one, they might have that suspension start come into play. Absolutely. Good point. You know? Good point. But let's get back to the positive. Yes, yes. Which was in the second half, Ownby had a couple of near misses early on. You're yeah. wondering, are we going to get that second goal? Right, right. And then he gets played through by Manny Perez on a fantastic through ball. Uh -huh. He has that great hesitation move on the on the Miami defender and just five holes Miami's keeper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and he opens his tally. And in the post-game article, Paulo said he considers Brian Owen be the most dangerous player in the league. Oh, I, I would agree with him. When he's healthy, and who's, I, who is? Who's, who's, and who's I'm, I'm going to challenge people to prove that guy wrong. Right. I mean, who's more dangerous? I mean, who's more dangerous than him when he's healthy? Nobody. I, nobody. say it. You know? And because of that team of the week, he got team of the week for that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just, you know, he he is and has become that beating heart of our attack. Yeah. When yeah. he is on his game and he is healthy, we are the most dangerous team in the league. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt at all. And he showed it throughout that game. You know, he could have had a hat trick in the second oh, half. Easily. Easily. I mean, this is another one of those games, Joey, where it easily could have been 5-1, I thought. And speaking of that, mm -hmm. right in front of us, Enoch deserved two penalty calls. Really? Okay, I may I be biased, those. but he deserved two penalty calls. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, he got he got he got jobbed out of two calls that he should have at least one of those should have been called. Okay, you know okay. he got tripped down <clears throat> once, and I believe one was also a handball yeah. uh, potential. Mm-hmm. But man, he got dragged down in the box, and the referee waved it on. Right, and and you consider like you were talking about with with Paco that Apollo that should have been a penalty. I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, it really looked like that arm had something to do with the direction of the ball. You know, and for who was happy to do everything else, that was one thing he was trigger shy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You know, that is true. You know, two games, two very clinical wins. Yeah, man. You know, I see, I see the signs for the fireworks. They just haven't arrived yet. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, Perez the fuse what, has been lit. Yep, Perez the fuse has, has been lit. Yeah. Yes, I got that written here. Perez yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't mean to star. No, Perez is a rising star. He's been a standout these two games. Golly, I, so impressed you know, with with the, the the comfort. You know, we talk about starting defensive pairings and creating those those bonds and those partnerships. It's like they've been playing together for three years. It yeah. almost feels like you feel, and it's you know, look, teams are going to get chances. That's just the way it is. But sure. at no point are you just sitting there saying, "Oh my gosh, we're holding on for dear life." I mean, their comfort, yeah. the the backline comfort, is really, really impressive. I it just that's the, sure. to me that's the thing that I'm more impressed you know? about that than anything else that's going on right now. Well, agreed. And you know, good luck to Oscar and Tosh. Yeah, really. At some point, you got to fight your way back in. Right. You know, good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that, that's the wealth right there. That's the wealth of talent we have. You know, and also I think I had noted here too. You cannot overlook Kyle Morton and his presence back there, oh, helping solidify all. all this. Oof. What you a know, what he, a pickup! Well, to me, that's right? the biggest pickup of the year. I think so far. I would agree, mm-hmm. and and the and the fact that he's just been solid back there. You know, right. we've never had a scare because he's right. been back there. You know, Joey, we're talking about it too. It's like maybe that's a big part of the guys that have never played together having the comfort that they have because they have him sort of conducting from back there and he's such an experienced professional. Sure. Maybe that's, maybe that's, that's, you know, maybe that is part of it. Maybe it's definitely, but he's, he's been amazing. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you definitely have to feel better knowing, you know, maybe you take a couple more chances going, going for a ball. Right. Cause you know, you have him back there. Yep. Um, and you know, uh, you know, the, the last guy I wanted to highlight is, you know, Enoch is going to be really, really good and deadly once he gets that first goal. Yeah, man. He's already been one of our biggest threats when he's come on the field. Mm-hmm. I think we're just waiting to break through with that first one that goes in. I agree. I, and, Joe, it's so hard to manage the excitement. i got to be honest with you. Sure. This team, we've said it before the season, and they've proven us right through the first two, te- through two, ke- first two games. They could be a bulldozer this year. They really hate to. It's so early. Well, There's like 30 matches left, I think, whatever's left on the schedule. It's just, yeah. Well, I'm going to say I do have one negative so far. Sure. Beyond the set pieces. Okay. We need more out of Wilson Harris. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He was largely invisible versus Miami. Yes, he was. You know, I I hate to harp on that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, someone may be getting used to our side or or whatever the case may be, but Mm -hmm. he was very invisible against Miami. That's an excellent point. And and, and as we we play these stronger teams, he's going to need to show up. Totally agree with you. Totally. That's a good point. And and you start talking about the visibility of – of the guys on both sides of him and behind him, for that matter, yes. you know, he's really yep. going to have to assert himself as a young kid with such with so many veterans. I mean, he's literally he's surrounded by people that could easily be, you know, on the first eleven of the team of the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and, and you know, he's was he eighteen? I want to say he's eighteen years old. 
No, no. Wilson's in his low twenties. He is in. Okay, he's a, okay. Yeah, he's 20, yeah. Because okay. he, he he was in the USL for a couple of years before bouncing back and forth okay. supporting KC. Stand corrected. Yeah, but he's still a young kid, surrounded by yes. a lot of talent. Yes, young guy. Yes. You know, and if, if if you want if you want one more positive, just a, a dark humor positive. Sure, man. Romeo Parks notched another game without committing assault. <laughs> when he got subbed off, I went, "Hey, we made it another game." Yeah. Flip, I... flip, flip the card reader. We're at however <laughs> really? many games now. But I got I got like three things here. One of them was yeah, as, as as impressed as I was with Atlanta last week. Sort of, you know, they'd only come together fairly quickly. And playing what I thought was a pretty quality match against us, I was not terribly impressed with Miami's effort in this game. Not like at we, all. we just talked about it. And it was very, yeah. I don't want to say it was cynical, but it certainly wasn't bright. There was nothing no. bright or uplifting about their play at all, especially when you consider last year they came in here and put up a hell of a fight. Yeah. So I really wasn't, I really didn't dig that at all. Um, God, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I agree I completely. Gonna, yeah. No, this was not. This was not the. This was not the heavyweight bout. It mm-hmm. could have been early in the season. Right. Right. This was more like a sparring session. This was like JV versus varsity. Right. Right. I just I never at any point did I think that that Miami was a was a major serious threat at any point in this match. No, I, was, I agree. I agreed completely. You know. So that was a little weird. I, like I already mentioned uh, Gonzalez, who I thought was amazing. I thought he had a tremendous match, and maybe with him, you know, we're talking about maybe. The reliance on him from a pure goal-scoring standpoint has been reduced, and there's just so much energy out of this. He was really energetic. It's just mm-hmm. you go back and watch this match. He is just all over the place. He's fighting for everything. Well, and you think, and you know, we're going to need that because if you look at our starting midfield of mm-hmm. Gibson, Del Piccolo, and Bone, that's yeah. two guys on the other side of thirty. Yep, absolutely. You know? We're going to need those young legs to churn out a lot of yards this year. So you, you start to wonder if there's a if there's a career adjustment being made for him, sure. um, so which which you know, considering he was a bit of a disappointment last year. I mean, he really was. We expected a little bit more offensively out of him last year. We didn't expect him to light the league up. But no, but of course not. But right, but, I do agree. There mm-hmm. there were expectations to his arrival, right, and his insertion into our lineup, especially when, from the season before what he had done with Portland sure. too. But uh, I think you know that's a great sign as well. And I'm just uh, I continue to be impressed with w- with all all of the new players, all of them. There's nothing. I mean, it's stunning how comfortable they are out there after yeah. two matches. I, I I just like I said, it's so difficult. To not, it's so difficult to manage the excitement of what this could be. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even want to say it anymore, but you know, it's, it, it, I don't, you know, because I'm it, jinxing, there's no jinxing. You know, we know that. But the thing is, is that, sure. you know, the only thing that's going to stop them is them right now, unless there's a team in this league. I haven't watched, I've watched some highlights. I mean, I haven't watched anything yeah. in, in, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's pretty much all I got on those. You got anything else? Yeah, busy week. You know, yeah, we go on, we go on the road tomorrow night to Sugar Free Red Bulls. Yes, sir. And and Saturday we host the LIP AFC against Indy Eleven. Yeah, man. I think this is where you're going to start to see some of that rotation come into play. Absolutely. I think the young, I think the young guys get their chance tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, Wednesday. You know, when you're listening to this, it is the day. Right, right. Most likely, I think I think the young guys get the get the squad against you know the Sugar Free Red Bulls because right. they are no longer the threat they used to be. Right. And I think we're going to see closer to that, you know, strongest 11 home against Indy, uh, right. who became more of a thorn in our side last year than they had kind of previously mm-hmm. been. So, 
you know, busy week for the team. Right. Know, three games in a week. Yeah, you know, you're going to start lot. to see how, how deep that squad is. Yep, and I think I, I'm thinking you're going to see Toast tomorrow night. Um, I would hope so. You know, I would hope so. Get, get a couple of veteran players out there to sort of keep things locked down. Yep. Did find out uh, through listening to one of the uh, interviews with the coach that Niall's been sick. So yeah. I was wondering about that. So he had some sort of illness. So yep. it was good. that's, you know, I'm glad to hear he's on the mend. Um, yep. uh, he, he was listed in the post-game report as questionable right. going forward. Mm-hmm. Oscar's out injured, and there was another injured player as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just three players right now. But Oh, Cam. Of course, Cam. Right, right. Cam and Oscar out injured and Niall questionable. So... You know, that's a blessing as well so far. Dude, can you imagine Cam at 100% up front? I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone else. Oh, sure. But can you imagine? I mean, he's the all-time franchise-leading goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, bro, this could be crazy. Why are you making me want to look forward two or three months <laughs> in the calendar? We've got two games this week, Joe. Oh, I know, man. I know, I know. I'm sorry. One good Out in New Jersey tomorrow and at the uh, – Montclair State University, wherever the hell they play. Anyway, yeah, there you go. That's pretty much all I got on them. I guess it's time to talk about the other event. The other event being racing, opening the Challenge Cup. Yes, sir. And we had our first look at the lineup of Coach Kim, and people can't decide whether it's a four-two-three-one or a four-three-three or some variation of either. Right. Um, had some surprises in the lineup, I would mm-hmm. say. Right. I was very surprised Ekic and Davis started, especially with Ebony being on the bench. That yeah. was my big, mm-hmm. big surprise. Right. Um, especially, you know, with Davis being a, a out-and-out rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Eckage, to my knowledge, in my opinion, underused last year. Yes. But Ebony is, I think, our co-leading scorer from last year or our sole leading scorer. Right. So that was a bit that was a bit surprising. Yes, it was. Uh, but, you know, we, we got on the sheet first. You know, Kaiser mm-hmm. made a fantastic run from her own half. Mm-hmm. And, shocker, Jessica, Jessica McDonald has an assist. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Color me shocked. What a hell of a run, uh, too. Yes, it was. That was that's amazing. Now, it's now two years <laughs> running. CC Kaiser has opened our tab. Right, right, right. Um, and I think, I think you know, if if she can just find some consistency in her game, mm-hmm. she could be our most versatile and threatening attacker. I agree, hundred percent, absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. And you know, you're not the only one. Kenny Allward from Scouts House was singing her praises last year at the beginning of the year and I go yeah Kenny that's easy she scored the first goal yeah good call Kenny and I was like you know what he's got a point he's got a pretty good point Um, but then you know we kind of started to see some of the old racing slip back in yes we did you know Casey struck the crossbar in the first half you know maybe a sign of things to come Mm -hmm. somehow they didn't score at the end of the first half that play off the post and somehow they missed everything else I don't know how they didn't score no, I, I, I'm, I am with that as well. Um, I think, we, Joey, we talked about – well, I'll, you know, go, go ahead and keep talking about it. We'll, 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 I'll sure. throw some stuff in. You know, I think a part of the problem was KC had too much space to operate, especially on the top of our box. Yes, they did. Uh, and centrally. There was a lot of space for long-range shots. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to give a team of professionals too many of those opportunities. Because mm-hmm. at some point, someone's going to cash in. Right. And, you know, we had too many bad giveaways, and you see a central theme here. That all adds up to the KC goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a bad giveaway in space given up. Bonner got her pocket picked, yeah. and Addison Merrick never stepped up to stop the run. Mm-hmm. And that all ended up with with Lund getting beat near post. Right, and and it was um, that was probably 
one of two or three kind of disappointing sequences that yeah. happened fairly quickly um, yeah. at that time where it sort of seemed, Joey, where everything we've been talking about played itself out a yeah. little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just see, I saw all that space and I'm yeah. going, where's the midfield and where's the defense? Howell, where was, you know? Well, just not just her, but all of sons playing next to her. Where's right. either of them? Okay, that's fair, sure. You know, and why is the central defenders not stepping up to fill that vacuum? Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's just so much space. And at that point, it's too much space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not talking about a team that's terribly super athletic that we were competing against. Sure. Um, so it wasn't like you know. we're, we're worried about, you know, we're not, it wasn't it wasn't pure athleticism. Although, I'm going to say this, Mace, that, that left defender... I thought she was yeah. the best player on the field for both teams, man. Sure. Oh, I, I'm not going to disagree was, with you. She was amazing. That run she made back, I, I want to say, was it McDonald um, that they had passed it forward to? I don't remember exactly who it was. But that run she made to 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 to, to, to intercept that, from for, it was a good 70-yard run. Oh, my gosh. I was just like, oh, yeah. my Lord. Oh, you know. she was amazing. She you just get to match. it, you know. It was just a disappointing second half. Yeah, Casey took control of the game, mm-hmm. and that was a trend last year. Mm-hmm. You know, teams teams tend to dominate in racing in the second half. Right. Um, you know, on you know on some of the positives, Lund made seven saves. Yep, she was solid. Yep. But there were twenty five Kansas City shots and yes, nine on goal. A That's lot way of shots. too many. Yes, there was. And we lost possession battle once again, yeah. forty six to fifty four. Well, the shot you know, thing—the shot thing goes back to what I'm, what you were just talking about. I'm going to go back into that a little bit. The, you know, with, what's our responsibility in the midfield defensively when they're in our third? And I was a little—I I don't want to—I mean, it, it's the first game, you know. So yeah. it, you know, it's going oh, to yeah. take some time to work it out. But you want to talk about—I mean, there was room to park some trucks. And oh, big time! You know, and I'm, I'm like, I, I, I could have put a shot on goal right. just, in all that open space. So you're wondering if that's a technical issue? It's certainly not an effort. You know, there's a lot of effort out there. I mean, they they worked sure. hard. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 we're not taking that away from anything. Right, no, no, right. No. And, and and so it wasn't like we had any complaint. I didn't felt zero complacency. It's a very competitive team. It, it's just, it's just. I, I, I'm going to assume it's just that first match, several new players and new positions. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to that, and hopefully, let's see what happens in the next two or three matches. Sure, that's about the. Like I said, I don't want to be overly negative about it. We're talking about our first match with. What do we have? Four new starters. I, I want to say at least. Let's right. see. You know, we got from the beginning. Of the last was new. Merit. Martin was new. Hal. Um, I'm going to count Ekich and Davis. That's no. Hold on, I'm, I messed that up. That's Merrick, Martin, Hal. McDonald, Ekich, and David—that's six. six. That's the majority you know, so, of your starting lineup. Right. It's not like they've been in camp for a terribly long time, so you know it's going to take some time no. to work that out. So I don't want to be overly negative. It's well, just that, but, yeah. but you know, it's 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 other things. It's like the fact that we couldn't capitalize when we were a player up. Right. And then at one point, two players up. That's <laughs> true, dude. I didn't you know, think you know, and and you know, I'm going to get to the negative first. You know, our back line in central midfield is still a bend but don't break through yeah. one game. Right. You know. But the positive is Katie Lund was solid. Yep. You know, seven yes, saves. McDonald's already contributing. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not showing like she's going to take a while to get infused in this squad and get integrated. Right. Um, so, you know, there were positives, mm-hmm. you know. It was just 
it's just you see some of the old old lingering stuff from last year, and you just hope it doesn't start repeating itself. I agree. I totally That's agree. That's all it you. is. That's all it is. It's Joe, nothing major. Hopefully. I think I think we kind of nailed it in analyzing this before the season starts. Now there are times on the on on the counter they look lethal. This is to me the best oh, thing that and, they do. And they will be. Yeah, and they will I, it, be. I'm telling you, they the hair stands up on the back of your neck. It, they really are going to be, I think, phenomenal. Well, and certainly when they get when they get more comfortable with each other, that's the biggest positive, which we talked about, is that this was a forward-heavy and attacking-heavy team. Yeah. And then the concerns yep. defensively, which which showed themselves out. So, you know, that's yep. pretty much what we thought was going to happen. I hate to use this. God rest you, Dennis Green, but we are who they thought they were. <laughs> yeah. You know, or we thought sure. they were. And it's, it's going to take some time to work it out. Um, you know, I wasn't disappointed. Like I said, it's the first game. I mean, there's things yeah. that, you know, it, it, there's... It's it's hard to. I was more impressed with the improvement that Kansas City's made over the last year, because you remember of they course. were just they were a bag of rocks last year. I mean, it was a disaster. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, sure. they look they look fairly. Um, you know, they they look much more cohesive, and um, but uh, I think that you know for first match we they kind of did what we thought they were going to do. Yeah, you, you know, know, it's again it's it's more positives than negatives. Right, I agree. You know. And we get to see them again this coming Friday at home against Houston. That's going to be a big test. Right, right, right. right. That's a big test. That's one of the better teams in the league from last year. Absolutely. So, you know, let's hope they come out with that same energy. And, and let's let's hope in the week, you know, interim, they've, they've shorn up some of these things we've talked about. I'm wondering if they're going to change the defensive shape and if they're going to, if they're going to try a couple of different players. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering what that looks like. Because if they well, do that, then you I, I know go, that there's still there's still a, a work in progress as to what they're going to sure. try and do. But I go back to our roster. How mm-hmm. much can you experiment when you got five defenders? You're right, Joe. You're right. You, know? <laughs> you can't argue that. <laughs> yeah, you can't do too much experimentation too when there's only five. That's fair, pal. That is fair. Well, unless you got anything else about those games. No. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, three games this coming week between the two. Hopefully, three Ws, and, and we're a lot more, well, you know, we're, we're happier than we can already be happy right now. Absolutely. I agree with you. All right, Joe, he's going to be back in a couple of minutes. We're going to talk a little bit about the men's national team. Some big matches coming up. Yes, sir. Okay, before we get on with the rest of the show, uh, just want to celebrate the fact that winter is over. <laughs> we have officially reached the vernal equinox. And, and then some, right? <laughs> I like that vernal equinox. It's spring. So we should be in a better mood, right? I think you should be. It's going to start getting a little warmer. Hey, man, did you know that the Earth tilts at an axis of 21 degrees during spring? I wonder if that's always that. 21 degrees is a pretty good tilt. (laughs) Anyway, man, the day's going to get a little bit longer. Definitely going to get a little bit warmer. Warmer's good. It's already kind of warmer, right? 60s. I like that a lot better than what we were doing, say, two, three weeks ago. When it was like 20 at the game, whatever the hell it was. That means you get more time to tailgate. I get to, uh, I'm going to boost uh, Doug and the uh, tailgaters here, always doing their thing in the gold lot. Maybe we'll get a little uh, a little Groove Machine hosted karaoke going on for one of these tailgates. What do you think? You think that'd be fun? I think it might be fun. Get some people singing during the tailgate, have a little contest maybe. Maybe get something from the team for a gift. And we'll judge it. Whoever wins gets a gift from the team or something. I don't know. It's going to be shirt. <laughs> we'll see, man. What do you think? Let me know. Just looking forward to getting away from all this nonsense. Although I am not looking forward to the pollen. I don't know if you can hear this in my voice. But, man, hello. It's been uh, it's been a little rough the last couple of days. 
So make sure you're taking your allergy medicine, kids. But seriously, man, I am so happy that this whole deal is over. So what do you think, man? Are we going to do a tailgate? Are we going to do a karaoke tailgate maybe sometime around Memorial Day? I think that'd be a lot of fun. Let's get your feedback on that. Anyway, we're going to get on with the rest of the show in a minute. I'm just going to let her and the band finish the tune. You guys have been awesome. Really appreciate you following the show and looking forward for, for sunnier weather and uh, and some more sunshine. More sunshine's good. Okay, let's get on with the show. All right, after we both cleared our nostrils, thanks to the allergy season, <laughs> we got Joey oh. Cecil back. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, I never had allergies uh, until I moved out here back about 20 years ago. I well, never had them. Funny story. Yeah, go ahead. Funny story. Growing up as a kid, I went through nine different allergy tests uh-huh. with my ENT doctor because we could not figure out why I just kept getting sick and the sniffles and everything. Right. And finally he goes... You just have bad sinuses and the worst city in the nation for sinuses. That's the truth, the Ohio My prescription family, is to move. <laughs> yeah. I go, are you paying to go to Phoenix? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, it's just, no. People are like, it's seasonal. I go, no, it's yearly. It's annual. Yeah, it's man. always here. I hear you. But here we are. Oh. Speaking of uh, sneezing and allergies and, oh. and here, well, dude, this is what I'm doing. I'm telling it's you. It's USA time. It's oh. USA. And you know what? Hold on. I, I got to go to the liquor cabinet. Hold yeah, on. Right. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Here we go. So, uh, three matches uh, coming up. A couple of them are going to be pretty tough. Um, yeah. And here we are sitting uh, where we're sitting uh, in pretty good shape. Yeah. Uh, for qualifying. Actually, very good shape for qualifying. But. Um, why don't you take us through some of the de- issues we're going to have to deal with before we even start playing this first game in Mexico? Well, the big issue is the roster. Yeah, man. And all of the injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, we already knew Weston McKinney was going to be out. Yep. Man, so Gino Dest added to the roster, then scratched. Yeah. Aronson added to the roster, then scratched. That hurts. <laughs> Matt Turner, not called up been dealing with injuries dude can can i interject something here did you hear yes. there's i don't know if this is true or not or it's a rumor and they're trying to squelch it they're saying that turner may have gotten hurt because of frostbite at the minnesota game did you hear about that that i have not heard and i could completely see them trying to squelch that you know what i'm saying because if that came out yeah dude oh yeah big time what a mess that would be oh my gosh but that's big that's time. a legit rumor um, okay. And and that was you know that's not like a Twitter thing, and I you know and I just when you said that it it it, it, it rang that bell in my head, man. I'll tell you sure. what, but yeah, you're already talking about some some yeah. big injuries right there. I mean that's 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 three starters for sure. Yep. And Turner was in the goalkeeper battle with Stefan. Yep. This is the worst worst time possible for yeah. three of your starters to be out for sure. Three starters. You know, Brendan Aronson had been the only player to appear in all of the World Cup qualifiers so far. Right. Right, fairly solid you know, too. Fairly solid. I mean, some, oh, big some time. I mean, he was moments. named to the Concacaf. He was named to the Concacaf team of the year, I believe. Right, right. Uh, you, we are getting Gio Reyna back, but you wonder what level of Gio Reyna you're getting back. Well, did watch a little bit of the what was it Dortmund, um, and he looks in pretty good shape. Now I don't know if he. Uh, it, it, this was, you know, he had an assist uh, uh, in one match, and sure. they showed him getting around. He looked fine. So hopefully well, you, you, you just wonder how Burhalter uses him, yeah. you know, and probably use him as a water boy. Yeah. 
<laughs> go over that roster. I mean, was that, was, was I being negative there for a second? I'm sorry. No, I'm back. I'm back. That happy positive. No, you're, there, there, there were some surprises <laughs> to the roster he named. Right. Uh, things like Eric Palmer Brown getting called in, who hadn't been in any of the previous games. Right. Um, you've got uh, PFOC got called back in. I wish that last time. As I said, mm-hmm. he's the leading scorer in terms of forwards for Americans right. in league play. Mm-hmm. Um, James Sands got called back in after having kind of a rough few games for the men's team. Mm-hmm. Um, very surprised there was no Sebastian Legette. That had kind of been one of Burhalter's go-tos, but you know maybe he's weaning himself off the MLS pill. Yeah, man. Uh, but, you know, Aronson being out, and they have not named a replacement. Mm-hmm. That's a little concerning because, you know, at this point, all hands on deck. I would be calling someone in. Right, right, right. You know, it seems like they may not at this point. Um, also surprised Chris Richards did not get a call up to after being one of the pairings with Miles Robinson last window. Right, right. So also you know, something came out, Joey, that the people uh, there was a couple of reports too. Apparently, um, Burhalter and, and Mr. Brooks, there's something going on there that has nothing to do with form, and yeah. um, you kind of got that feeling that something else was going on, and it, that's what it sounds like now is that there's there's some head bumping going on there. Um, you can't look. I'm not going to blame Burhalter. If you got a player that's being that's being, um, it, it, he's not going to infuse himself positively with your roster, and you're the coach. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, I got you, you. can't you can't dog him for a player. If there's a player that's giving him some grief, and it has nothing to, it's a personal beef, and it's going to affect the team play. Then I I can't I can't jump on Burhalter and say you're doing something wrong. We just don't know what the situation is. But the word is, and this is, you know, from, uh, I think it was from ESPN, um, that there's definitely something going on there. Yeah, you know, I was just reading the article just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Brooks is using some very pointed words, like his American identity is at stake. Right, right. <laughs> it's pretty You know, <laughs> um, and, you know, Burhalter's very being very nondescript about it, too. You know, mm-hmm. this is what we chose to do in this window. It doesn't determine his future with the national team, and I think that's a very important distinction. Right. Um, but also, you know, John Brooks is on the older side of our squad. Right, right, exactly. You know, you know, and as, you know, if I'm John Brooks, I've seen Miles Robinson entrench himself in the center back. Right. Uh you know, as they're that part of the lineup, mm-hmm. and Brooks hasn't been called in the last couple windows. I yeah. mean, the writing's on the wall. Right, exactly. You know, so I'm not seeing too much into it because at this point, just as a USA fan, I don't care. Right, right, right. Who's exactly. called in? It's your job to go back there and do your job. Exactly. If you totally were not called in, your job is to support those who were called in. Right, right, and that's why I'm not. You know, we've been we've been hella freaking critical of Burhalter. But in this particular instance, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell him I'm not going to sit there and say to a, a coach of any team, "Oh, suck it up if somebody's treating you like shit." No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not how that works. You know, no, you, you know, know I, I would I would say, you know, John, besides playing, you know, you you know, you've been playing games for your club team. Right. But the last time he played for the U.S., there was a number of issues. Yes, yeah, certainly was. Very you know, disappointing. Like, Very you disappointing. Were, you were John Concrete Foot Brooks. <laughs> That's true. You know, you were you you were getting torched on the field. Mm-hmm. And against the, the the teams we have coming up, mm-hmm. we don't need flat-footed, concrete feet no. center backs. No, we don't. No, we don't. And speaking of that, you know, 
I think we're going to need big windows from a from Kellen Acosta and Tyler Adams for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this here: this is t- this is the time for Tyler Adams to finally step up and be that difference maker that everyone has said he can be for God knows how long. Midfield, man, like you just mentioned, the two midfielders. The midfielders to me is the scariest thing on this list. They have to be the difference makers this time with Weston out. Right, because when you look at and Putin, I'm I, I'm tired of you know if if Adams is going to wear the armband. It's time to act like it. Absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. It's time to be that force in the midfield. I totally agree. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is also going to rely on on someone in that attacking trio. You know, Pulisic, Weya, somebody. Step up. Right. And that's why I'm not really terrible. When I look at the teams we're playing, you know, we've been we've had a lot of success against Mexico. We should, do, we should be fine against Panama. Costa Rica down there is always a thing. But I'm looking yeah. at these forwards, and I'm looking at Weya, Reina, Pulisic, Prefuck. Pepe, Pepe, you know, Morris, we're fine. for th- We are for that. You know, we're not talking about trying to play Spain for, for a spot in the, you know, the final eight. I mean, no. the, you know what I'm saying? So we should be okay there. I'm not terribly concerned about that. I'm looking at this midfield roster. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a little, con- <laughs> a little concerned. You know man. what, though? You know, w- what I see is it's, it's going to be a bend but don't break midfield. Okay. You know? Kellen Acosta had a very strong window last time. Mm-hmm. He's got to carry that form through. Right. You know, Moose has got to be that 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 strength in midfield and those ability to make those runs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to be that pressure release. Right. Um, you know, and just like I said, Adams, he has to be visible this time. I agree. Agree with you 100. He's got to be a force. He's got to be. He's got to be there. And we're we've got one positive too, Joey. We've got Delatore is on a, is on a good run right now. Yes, he is. So that is that to me is a huge plus. He's having a he's having a great run right now. And he had a fantastic game uh, in Minnesota. Right, right, right. It you was know? you know it was it was a great you know it, it, he was he was the only presence I remember in that game. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, honestly, he's the one name I, that stuck out there. You know, well, now I, I, I try not to be too critical about that game because of the friggin' weather, and it's just so yeah. it was so circumstances. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, it's hard for me. I'm doing my best to not be, you know, terribly negative about this because I want our team to qualify. It's just I want them to do it with some class, and sure. it's not the players. I'm not blaming the players. I'm not even, you know, what I'm saying it has nothing to do with the players. Sure, but you know, he to me is a huge. Uh, you know, it, it, uh, that to me is the most positive thing going on in the midfield right now. You know, what you're mm-hmm. talking about is very legit, 100% legit. But if there's something I think is that has a green arrow next to him moving up, it's him. Sure, I agree. Mm-hmm. So let's look at the schedule. You know, yeah. we start Thursday at Mexico, 10 p.m. kickoff because awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunday versus Panama in Orlando, and then Wednesday on the road at Costa Rica. So, according to the math, if the U.S. men beat Panama and Orlando, the worst they can do is the playoff game. Right, exactly. So, for me, as much heat as this may get, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, I do not field my best team versus Mexico. Okay. I do not take the risk. Okay. I don't take that risk. I field a number of starters. I do not field my best 11. All right, let me let me push back on that a little bit. You're playing your Go rival. Ahead. I'm pull, you're playing your rival, and you're you're a longtime fan of the team. And if I'm, I'm just, and I'm saying this out loud, I'm thinking it out as I'm saying it. I, um, I know where you're going. Right. It's it's how do you how do you concede a match? Not concede. 
But how no, do you no, no. give? I, how do you give on. some? I, I, go ahead, go ahead. You know, you know what I'm no, trying no, to say. I, go ahead. No, I think you took me the wrong way. I am not saying run out all the first-time players. And right, 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 guys. right, 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 no, right. That's no, why. No. I st- I, that's why I backed off the word concede because you know, he's not no, going to no, concede no, no. anything. No heavens, no. But I'm not saying I don't run my first eleven out there because this is such a rivalry game. Okay. And being in Azteca, right. I think you're going to see the Mexican players get away with murder. Okay, that's a good point. I don't. I don't want. You know, this okay. may be controversial too. I, if Christian Pulisic sees the field, it better be for 15 minutes at the end of the game. Wow. Okay. He has a target on him yeah, from sure. that last time they played each other. Right. Man in the mirror. Okay. You yeah. know, I I am not saying you send out your your I would say the worst eleven. Right, right, right. But I save my strongest eleven for that game versus Panama and secure and secure you some sp- form sp- of qual- right. secure some form of qualification. Okay. I mean, it's a way to do you it. Know, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. It, it you know, it was such a small turnaround from Thursday to Sunday. Okay, and then, let me well let me throw this let me throw the other thing at you. Is if you throw out if you if you land a knockout punch against Mexico who you've beaten three times in a row, you're in. Not only are you in a playoff game, but you all the negativity or a good chunk of the negativity that we've experienced over the last eight months, six months, you kind of you you kind of gloss that over a little bit, if not wipe some of it away. And I think the team may need a little more of that. Because it's there's a cynical vibe. There really is, a, and there should sure. be. There should be a cynical sure. vibe. You know, I'm not saying no. not 100 percent cynical, but there should be some questions being asked. Sure, but at the same time, I'm also banking on the fact of you know not playing the stronger southern versus Mexico is right. The pressure's on Mexico. Good point, because they have. It's not like it's not like they're playing well because they haven't. And not been. just that, they're on a three game losing streak versus right. the USA. Right, and there's there's some injuries themselves. Uh, I was listening well, today. The pressure's on them. Yep. So I'm I'm going down there, and you know what? I said I want four points from this window. Mm-hmm. That's where I will gladly take whatever draw we get. Right, and that's what that's that's what I was thinking is putting out the best midfield we possibly can, and do everything we can to control the, uh, the flow of play. That's how I sure. would approach this game. Is I, I'll, I'll you know I'll concede up top. Defensively, you got you know I, we've got enough bodies defensively, and it's not like you know force you know the pairings. Man, I don't know. I mean, the pairings that we're going to use, the only names I'm seeing here that kind of make me a little sands, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, well, but, the thing is, I think, I think our number one pairing is Robinson Zimmerman. Yep. Especially in this window and maybe going forward. Probably Yedlin but out there on the, on, the, on the side too. I think Yedlin's our right back right now, mm-hmm. you know, for better or worse. Right, right. Especially in that environment. Yep. Um, a lot of experience. You know, and, you know, you got Reggie Cannon. He's yep. really the only other right back out there. Mm hmm. Um, but you know, Aaron Long, when he for, before he got hurt, yeah, he was he, he was the he was the preferred partner back then. Yes, he was. You know, but he's coming off you know just getting back into things, and he hasn't been in the national team picture for a while. Right. You know, I think he'd be a great play maybe at Costa Rica. Okay. Okay. Get his feet wet again. As long as we again, God forbid, mm-hmm. as long as we don't need a result. Okay. And let me here's a, here's something that plays into what you're talking about, which would lead into agreeing with everything you've just said about how you set up. There is a bit, I don't want to call it a nightmare scenario, but there is one that's going to get people scared. And it's very possible. Us losing in Mexico, Costa Rica beating Canada, and uh, Panama beating, they're playing Honduras, I believe, who was like the worst team in the group, and they're playing in Panama. Yeah. They're playing in Panama. That puts us two points out of fifth place. If I did my math correctly when I first did this, okay. that would put but us again. In, 
no matter what. Exactly. As long as we beat Panama. Exactly. The worst we do is fourth. Fourth. No I'm, matter what, if Panama wins six, mm-hmm. they can't get us as long as we beat Panama. Agreed. 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 So that's the only thing that makes me nervous is that we're hoping that at least we're hoping Panama, one of the, either Panama or Canada, the Canada wins or you know you're not going to get anything out of uh, out of uh, Honduras. So anyway, the next thing comes up is, look, I mean I understand getting in and fourth. I don't want to play in that playing game, man. No, that would still be a disappointment. <laughs> Do not catch me wrong at all. You know, having to play in the qualification game, the playoff game would still be a massive disappointment. That would be disappointment, and anything can happen in those games, and anything sure. has happened in those games over the years. If you go back yes. and look, some crazy yes. things have pl- happened in those playing games. So to me, it's like, man, I'm hoping for a point, hoping for the win, and I think four points almost makes it impossible possible to not finish third it would but be you know mm-hmm. as, as much as i say it would be a disappointment to be in the playoff game right after everything that went on the previous cycle right don't care right 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 whatever that's what i'm saying i agree with you Jerry. whatever the opportunity is to continue on right and i'm trying to find some balance here i'm trying to get off of look we already know we, we already know the negatives they're out there let's leave it alone this is the united yeah. states playing three games to get into the world cup that's where i'm starting this from Yep. And and trying to push all that aside, so yep. um, the goal is to me four points. Three points is definite, but four points to me pretty much is a good good chance for us to get out of that playoff game because of the way the okay. the, the way the um the, the the games line up too. So um, you know I, I I'm not worried. I mean I, I'm not terribly worried. I want to see them, but I'll tell you what it would wouldn't it be sweet to get a result in, in Mexico. <laughs> Well, of course, you know, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Do not forget that at the end of the day, this is the U S men's national team. Yeah. It's hard to and we have suffered more heartbreak than we have success mm. in our lifetime. The last few years. Absolutely. No doubt about it. You know, so crazy. that's where I'm, I, I usually tend to be the pessimist when it comes to this stuff. Mm-hmm. And my fear is what we've talked about over these last 10, 15 minutes is right. actually the last five minutes. We have focused so much on the Panama game. I hope that's not the case in the camp. Yeah, man. That, you know, there's all this tension and apprehension built up towards that game. Right. You know, because that can cause you to come out and just be flamed out already. Right. And and to be fair. You're, you're too tense to even do what you're supposed to do. Right, 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 right. And for me, to you know, to be fair, I never expected this group of players going into uh, uh, Qatar being uh, a squad that was going to contend for a title. But what you were hoping of course not. But what we were hoping for was a team that sort of danced into it, not sort of limped into it. And sure. something that had some sort of some sort of cohesiveness and some sort of joy behind it. Yeah. That has not been achieved. And sure. you know, there's there's still too many questions out there. So the you know sure. I'm trying like I said, I'm doing my best. I try to do whatever I can to look at all sides and 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 try and balance that, and, I, and I've been pretty. And, and, and Bert Halter is still not the guy for me. I mean, it's just I'm sorry, he's never sure. been. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you the perfect summation for what you're talking about right now. Okay. You wanted to waltz in with comfort and confidence, but we've been dealt chaos and crisis. <laughs> yeah, man. And criticism. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's what it's been. Is 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 each each game has been a new crisis. Crisis of confidence in some way, shape, or form almost. Right. Well, you know, if you point to an easy game so far, I might call you a liar. Right. <laughs> That's true. You know, even okay. e- even beating, even even the last game in Minnesota, even mm. though that was an easy win, 
what a controversial game. Yeah, and it was just a, everything everything that had everything you that know? had nothing to do with the game. So that's what that, that that's what scares me the most is nothing this cycle has been easy. Yeah. And they're not shaping up to make it any easier this window. Right. But it's going to be interesting. You know, with the, with the with the injuries, the schedule and where they're mm-hmm. going and who they have to go against, you know, this is where this is where this group of players has to step up and make their mark. I hear you. This is a huge three you games. Know? This three games. If they come out of this with, let's say, let's let's say five points. Let's say five points they come out of this with, and they do it in a manner that's competitive, and has some has some. It's robust, and there's some thought behind it. You feel good about what's coming next. Yes. See, you know, and that's all. I'm, that's all I'm hoping for out of these next three games. Obviously, to get it, that, that's to leave it with for me. That's what I'm I, looking for. I mentioned the season a minute ago, you know, com- you know, comfort and confidence, crisis and chaos and all that. Right. These next three games are about the culture of the U.S. men's team. I hear that. That's fair. Is this a team that is going to go get the job done, or is this once again the team where every game, like I mentioned, has been a new crisis? Right, right. You know? Well, well you know what we're going to do? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Finn, go ahead. I was going to say, that, Sunday, I'm assuming you're going to be at Saints. Yes. I'm going to join you there, and we're going to – we're gonna, we're gonna maybe we'll tape some comments as the game's going on, and we'll play we'll play our real time comments on the show next week. <laughs> I don't think I, five I minutes think, of hot takes. <laughs> I don't think the podcast platform would enjoy the censor the censor they would have to employ if you catch me at an actual soccer event. Yeah, man, I hear you, pal. So you know, yeah, but let, let's really let's really hope this time next week as we record. Mm-hmm. the podcast before the Costa Rica game mm-hmm. that everything is said and done yep. and we have what we need to have. Absolutely. And we do not need to go into San Jose, Costa Rica and God forbid have to get a point or three. I hear you, pal. Well, we'll see what happens. We are going to see what happens. Joey, I will see you Sunday and we'll enjoy a tasty burger uh, at uh, at Saints and uh, hopefully by that time everything will be locked in and we'll uh, we'll already be qualified by then. And we'll be capping off this massive week of soccer between racing Louisville City and the USA men. Yeah, man. A lot of soccer. Got four games coming up. In the, really, if you start to – actually, if you count tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, five. Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Five games. Five games and <laughs> – five games and – I don't think I don't think I have enough mental bandwidth or storage yeah. on my phone for all the notes and things I need to keep track of. And Yeah, man. seems like every time I look around, there's a new game popping up. Awesome. Well, hey, man. More soccers. All right, brother. I really appreciate you doing this. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. Joey Cecil, folks. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. Great guy and, as always, great content. Uh, really like what he does. Speaking of likes, thank you so much for the kind comments and compliments. Had a couple people come up to me at the game. Uh, telling me how much they enjoy the podcast. So thank you for that. Um, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. I'm such a dork. I love saying that. Anyway, it's spring, right? Spring. I love the fact that winter is over. <laughs> Gosh, February was the worst. January and February. Golly. But here it is, man. 60-something today. There's some uh, green out there. 
trees and sounds of little birdies. <laughs> and man, it's it's about renewal and hope. Especially everything. I say this every week, but man, if only insanity. If you are struggling, please, this is a new season. One thing, change one thing, get some help. People are here to help you out. And no, putting yourself in a vulnerable position is always difficult. But so what, man? There ain't nobody here that's going to hurt you. Because we all need it. People can act as tough as they want. <laughs> Including whoever. We all could use a little help sometimes. So, man, just it, there's an opportunity here to reach out and, and, and be better and do better. Go for it. Don't wait. Jeez Louise. You never want to wait. And reach out. The Purple Family, right? There are a lot of people here that are here to help. Just You just have to reach out. That's all. I love that part. <laughs> anyway, my name is Joe Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Man, I love you. I really, really do. You all are awesome. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Another episode. Until then, man, be well. Be happy. Enjoy the uh, new season. Hopefully it's a new season in your life. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.